Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi guys, welcome back to Feathers in My Hair. I'm recording my very last episode in my 20s. By the time you hear me next week, I'll be 30 years old. (laughs) And uh, this week I have a special guest on, my dear internet friend Fiona Douglas, who I think maybe just said like, can I come on Feathers in My Hair? And I said, yeah, I think I meant to invite you on already. (laughs) And I'm glad she asked. We're dear, dear internet friends. We're in a a weekly fit, uh, Fitbit competition, you know. Yeah, I just synced my steps like two minutes ago. <laughs> I know. I need to. I didn't hit my goal today. I'm like, <sighs> oh, I'm a hundred short right now, so I'll hit ten thousand. Yeah, well, you're still gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a lunatic when it comes. Either it's funny, my not that anybody cares, but I either like am killing the Fitbit competition or I'm like in second to last place. Like I never just have like a normal average week. Like, yeah, it's either like 60,000 steps or like 800 yeah. steps. <laughs> <laughs> My weekend numbers are really funny. I'm always in last place on the weekend because I literally lay in bed until like 5 p.m. Ugh, goals. But anyway, nobody's here to talk about or hear people exercise. So, <laughs> Fiona, thank you, my Canadian sweetheart. Am I your first foreign correspondent? Yeah, I think you actually are now. Yeah, you are. That's exciting. That is exciting. Well, I hope people can understand my thick accent. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, we're going to briefly talk about young and pregnant. We both thought it was like a boring episode. Like, I don't want to say that. I'm entertained. I was entertained when I watched it, but like not a lot. Yeah, It wasn't explosive where I'm like, holy shit, I need to talk about this. Yeah, I have like barely any notes. <laughs> I didn't take notes, to be honest, uh, because That's I fine. I kind of knew that we wouldn't go deep into it. And this was kind of yeah. a big Team Mom 2 episode. So I definitely want to be able to like focus mostly on Team Mom 2. But my biggest takeaway was Danae is like out of his mind with his <gasps> anger. Oh boy, I know. I thought it was interesting that MTV was there to film that FaceTime. Like, I wasn't sure... Yeah. Like, when are we going to stop having Danae being filmed? That's my question. I think I would bet this week. I would bet that I was his last. So. I don't think he was at the reunion. Oh, right, right, right. So I would think maybe this week. Maybe he Skyped in for the reunion. I think it's kind of shitty if, like, they didn't fly him to New York. Like, I think that yeah. would be shitty. Um, I mean, he was on it for, like, a good chunk. Yeah. He is, like, kind of one of the teen dads in a way. Exactly. Um, I really wish we would get a fucking scene of someone in Danae's life to be like, hey, hon, like, let's have a talk about how this is a learning experience. Yeah. We haven't seen that, and that's disappointing. I know. Like, it was such a strange, like, unique situation of Brianna having to both break up with him as her boyfriend, but also have to, like, remove him as the father. Yeah. That's so strange. (laughs) I don't think we've seen that. I'm trying to remember. Because I feel like the only other, like, in Team Mom universe, like, really serious boyfriend who was, like, a good 
person. Because, I mean, we've, you know, we've seen Janelle's things, but she never really had Jace around. And when she broke up with Nate, there wasn't, like, removing him as father. No, um, because he is the biological father. And yeah. even if he wasn't, like, I don't know. I think it's it, Janelle it's wouldn't do that. Yeah. No, so exactly. I think the only other case that really was Kyle King. And to be honest, I yeah. can't remember them breaking up. And I think they might have broken up off season. I think that they did. Because I think they were all living together, weren't they? They like, were, remember? Yeah, yeah. Two hours away. She had moved yes. to Knoxville, maybe. Um, like but also, like, still, Bentley had dad, and Kaya was never Bentley's dad. No. And, and Taylor Jordan. isn't Bentley's dad. Like, yeah. I think Brianna just felt like she had to, I don't know, maybe she just felt like out of obligation she had to do that because she cheated on him. I think so, and I think that Danae is a really smooth talker, and uh, yeah. I think that she wanted it to work out, and she wanted Danae to be the dad, so yeah, that was like kind of a first that we saw a, yeah. you're not the dad anymore, which is, yeah, of course not. <laughs> so strange, and like I wish that she had just let it fizzle out organically, yeah. because it would have. Yeah. Rather than have to put him through this horrible, like, that's very emotional and difficult. Like, Danae is kind of a shitty person, but he was very emotionally attached to that baby. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, on one hand, Danae was very emotionally abusive towards her. So yes. she, I can get her cutting it off. But I feel like they're at the same time, like, there's no reason Jessica or Vanessa couldn't, like, prop up the FaceTime camera once a mm-hmm. week, like, Danae would have fallen off. Like, he just exactly. would have. The baby, exactly. the baby isn't even, won't be old enough to have a co- phone conversation for another four years. Like, there was no way yeah. Danae was going to find up. another baby mama by then. Yeah, I think so. Just like, I think it's funny because I think Brianna and Danae are very similar in that way. And now like, it does make sense to me that she'll let him be the dad because she's letting this new guy be the dad. And I think Danae yeah. probably has already found a single mom to just like, be the dad yes and i also thought it was hilarious that brianna skyped him with a hickey on her neck <laughs> yeah like a very obvious yeah. hickey and then her mom even brought it up later i like that she brianna was like i want to go to uh chicago like to to end it and mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. know why jessica didn't say like how are you getting there because That's true. i'm under the impression brianna doesn't drive right because no say, i don't last think she episode, does that she needed her license? Yeah, she said she was going to get her license and do a bunch of stuff after she broke up with him, I think. <laughs> so if I was Jessica, I'd be like, how are you planning on getting to Chicago? Yeah, you're going to take a Greyhound, sweetie? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm excited to see. I really hope we see Brianna's new boyfriend come into the picture uh, yeah. this season. I think we will. Well, like, uh, Jessica loves him. She's always posting, like, happy family. Wait things can we discuss okay you guys know i stand jessica yeah i noticed jessica quit her job um did she yeah if you guys aren't following jessica on instagram she posted it was her last day i've not seen mm-hmm. any posts about a new job yet um, oh, i want to i'm wondering <laughs> if they're all banking on teen mom young and pregnant i mean I've seen her kind of all over the other teen mom's Instagram. So I wonder if she's like talking to some of the other grandmas or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just kind of getting a feel for what her career could be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right, let's talk about Ashley and Barr going to Vegas to visit Shen. Oh, that Shen. was a lot. Yes. Uh, first of all, I want to comment that Shen called... Shen is like a seven or eight year old daughter. I saw her post on Instagram like she thought she went into menopause and she went to the doctor and the doctor's like, you're pregnant. Yeah, um, a change of life baby, if you will. Mm-hmm. So named Yasmin, who's like seven or eight. She was in the episode. And I noticed Shen called Yasmin TT, like TT Yasmin. And I'm like, Shen, not only are you not black, you're not Latina. Like I'm a yeah, I was so confused. Because that. that means like aunt, Yeah, right? it's like auntie. Yeah. It's like a... It, I mean, because Tia is aunt, so TT is like oh, right. a like an endearing way to say auntie. Um, and Brittany, like De Jesus, calls herself that, right? Exactly because she's her that. TT. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shen has a lot of like, I think, like a uh, Rachel Dolezal issues. Yeah, when she said TT Yasmin, I was like, huh? Yeah. And then she said it again, and I was like, oh, she really said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not, like, a thing I've heard a lot, just, like, where I live, but yeah. I, I know that it is, like, a specific ethnic group. <laughs> yeah, which Shen is not a part of, and I don't think Yasmin is a part of, because I think uh, her dad is, well, I guess he could be Afro-Latino, but, yeah, that's, I, but I, don't, I doubt she's thinking that deeply about I it. I don't get that impression. Um, So I thought, overall, Shen was, like, well-behaved. Mm-hmm, I thought so, too. I think Ashley needs to deeply lower her expectations if she is going. Okay. Yeah. Reality, like Barr and Ashley should cut Shen off because of how she acts. But if they're not going to do that, then Ashley needs to deeply lower her expectations and not expect Shen to like fawn all over her. Should say Shen say hello to her. Of course. But I also don't think it was like an intentional slight. No, she was just so excited, I think. Like, she was doing the most with that baby. Yeah. And Ashley was like, okay, I guess I'm going to go sit on the stairwell. Yeah, and also, Ashley, like, don't go into someone's house and, like, stand in the kitchen and, like, give them nasty looks. Like, either go or don't go. You know what I mean? Like, I can't stand a person that... And this is also just something that comes with age. I did the same shit when I was 20, where you, like, go and you're angry about being there, but, like, now it... 30 years old I just wouldn't go to that lady's house you know what no, I mean exactly I, you're just like I'm too old for this shit and I don't want to participate yeah if you go you say hi and you have manners and if you yeah. if or don't go if you don't like and Ashley is completely unable to control her like face I know <laughs> which I can relate to in a big way I have RBF for real. <laughs> I don't think but... Ashley's is even RBF. Like Ashley's no, it's is not. Just it's like, like... <laughs> it's very funny. It's anger. She can't. It's very anger. expressive. Yeah. Okay. So, and, but I do think that. Sorry, I do think that Barr needs to like work on his boundaries of yes. Like he needs to take Ashley's side if he's taking her into a situation where she's out of her comfort comfort zone already. Yes. Like. I do think she w- she could have behaved herself a little bit better, but he is just so incapable yes. of of like conceding to to Shen. Yeah, like I wonder what he would have said if I don't. And I also get Ashley felt probably just like so left out of that little yeah. scene. And I feel like if I was Barr, I'd be like, "Mom, did you say hi to Ashley?" Exactly. But I don't think, and I think Ashley was mad that Barr didn't even notice. Like Barr was like, yeah. had no concern that Shen didn't even say a word to her. 
yeah, it would be one thing if later he said, I'm so sorry I mishandled that situation, but he didn't even have it on his radar. No, not at all. Okay, I'm going to go into Jade, who Ugh, has boring. the, but the weirdest text sub, like text snooping situation that oh, Sean yeah. wasn't cheating on her. He was hanging out with his guy friends. And I'm yeah. like, am I supposed to believe that he's fucking these guys? Or <laughs> I think they're using together and she doesn't want to say mm-hmm. it. Because the way she said it was like, I went through his phone and there were these pictures of all these guys. And right? I was like, wait a second. It what? was so weird. That was not when she said that. I was like, what? Like when she said, I went through his phone and there are these pictures. And well, she said, like, I went through his phone. I knew he was hanging out with this guy who I don't trust. And I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I know when yeah. I was like younger and was in a shitty relationship. I had a boyfriend that had friends that I was like, I don't like them because I know, like, they won't stop you from cheating. Like, they encourage you to cheat. Like, I think a lot of girls in their early 20s with shitty boyfriends, like, have those boyfriend's friends that, like, would be all in on encouraging them to cheat. Like, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought that's, like, maybe where she was going. And, like, I found that he was hanging out with this guy. And then there are pictures with him and this guy and this and girls. No girls were mentioned. No, just a bunch of guys. <laughs> and he was taking off work early and not working yeah. the amount of hours that he said he was working because he was hanging out with guys. Which, like, you know, teen mom, uh, young and pregnant, is very progressive. If Sean wants to come out of the closet, oh, I that's... I would love that. Me too. I would love that No, I would just line. love, like, a true bisexual and teen mom. That would be great. Or that, yeah. That's true. We haven't seen that, I don't think. Maybe one of the 16 and pregnant girls. I've lost track. Oh, yeah. Well, remember, we haven't seen it for many of the dads, but do you remember that two girls from 16 and pregnant the last season ended (gasps) up moving in together? Yes, I do. (laughs) Love that. Love that for them. Mm -hmm. But I, I do think that there's some sort of drug thing that she's just not saying out loud because... I mean, she's mm-hmm. mentioning he's leaving more early. His paychecks aren't, like, he doesn't have the amount of money he's supposed to have. Like, True. It was just, weird. like, I was like, what? When she said I that. I would not be surprised. Guys. Like, you know he's, like, staying up all night Doing and coke. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, um, you don't stay in bed until, whatever, 6 p.m. <laughs> dinner time if you're just staying up all night and you're tired. Like, yeah. you can power through. But if you've been... I mean, look, I stay in bed, like, all day Saturday or Sunday sometimes, but that's just, like, an active choice I'm making. Like, if I need to get up for a family dinner, like, I'm up. You're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. If you have somewhere to be or somebody asks you to be somewhere ahead of time, like, yeah, uh, he just needs to grow the fuck up. I hate Sean. I, yeah, I really, I don't like him either. And I don't see potential in him. No. He just wants what he wants. He wasn't ready for this. But he's not the one who has to breastfeed and whatever she's doing. So he yeah, just gets to dick around. You know, like, when she got pregnant, he was, like, kissing her belly and, like... Oh, yeah. Like, so into it. It was like, we're 100%. having a baby. He's, like, that type of guy. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think every young father is like that until they're faced with the reality that they have to make a lot of sacrifices. Well, let's go to, actually, who I consider to be the exact opposite of that. And I think, actually, is the the most potential dad here kyler yes i agree actually like kyler probably like never once said like i'm excited to have a baby (laughs) like was never no he was just like yeah 
He's like, time to be a, ba- a daddy. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. You know what? He takes care of that kid. He got a full-time job. He's still very cruel to Lexi, but I, oh, I don't my know. God, I, yes. I think he's going to be uh, Joe. I think he's the team. Yeah. He's the Joe of I could see that. pregnant. I wrote down a few quotes of him being so mean to her in this episode. There was one part where she said, you need a new red shirt. And he said, and you need a new personality, but you don't hear me complaining. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then at the end, he said, good night. I love you. And she said, I love you, too. And he said, smile. just kidding. Yeah, she had a yeah. huge smile. She goes, oh, it was so I love happy. you. He's a psycho. He's just cruel. Like, he's no. not. He is so mean to her in a way that's like so insidious because you know he's like nice to her like 50% of the time and then when he's mean like he's so mean yeah and I have a feeling that like I don't know if if you can relate to this but people when you're younger you sort of like maybe tease your partner more when there's people around and I feel like he just turns that on for the cameras and she's like I'm sorry what (laughs) yeah I could see that I want to know more about Kyler's mom I want to know more about Kyler raising his siblings. I have not forgotten that scene we got of him talking about, like, how his baby sister ruined his seventh grade year because he had to bring her everywhere. Which, by the way, seventh grade is so young. Yeah, you're, like, 12. So young. And his mom, like, laughed about it. I know. She was trying to make a joke, and he's like, yeah, you ruined my year. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm still a little shook by that. I'm, I'm guessing him and his two siblings have different dad they all have different dads like, oh yeah probably i am getting some vibes from kyler his mom seems nice you know like i like mm-hmm. that she kind of stuck up for lexi that she called kyler out on like not like that you can't play games with lexi and that it's unfair and that like yeah i really like when she was like kyler lexi's 17 and you're the father of her child like she doesn't care if you're mean to her. Like, she's still going to come around. Like, that's why you have to treat her well, because she's just yeah. going to, like, take in every mean thing that you're saying. I thought that was really nice to hear from a, a teen mom parent. That's but, like, very she, true. She's not, there's something off with his mom, and I can't quite figure it out. And that's why, part of why I feel like Kyler maybe is the way he is, and that yeah. I think this sounds terrible, but I really think, like, if Kyler gets out on his own, he works for a while, he's, you know, not on camera as much because Kyler and Lexi break up, mm-hmm. much like Joe, and he gets a girlfriend that he, like, really loves, like, I could see him growing up. And I don't mean to say, yeah. like, it's Lexi's fault, but I don't think he loves Lexi. Lexi's, no. like, some girl he's been with since he was 13, and now he's 17, and they have a fucking kid together, and he's like, I don't know. But I think if he... You know, was able to. I bet at like twenty three, Kyler will be a lot different. I could see that. It's almost like Caitlyn and Tyler morphed into Joe and Kalen. Like, oh, I've never yeah. called her Kalen before. Kale. Yeah. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. They've been together forever, so they like stay together. Yeah, and then I mean, if you remember the beginning, like Joe was so mean so to Kale. Mean. Well, way worse than Kyler was. Well, yeah. You know, I wouldn't even say way worse. I Just think in a hard. different way. He was louder and angrier, <laughs> but we also, Kyler and Lexi, we haven't seen them, like, broken up yet. Like, That's yeah, they're true. not together, yeah. but, like, for all intents and purposes, they're together. Yeah. And Tyler, or excuse me, Kale and Joe were, like, broken up by 
episode one of season of Team Mom Two. Yeah, but she's still living there, so it's yeah. like a whole crazy weird thing. Yeah, so we haven't seen like that dynamic. So I wonder what Kyler would be like if he's like really broken up with Lexi. But I really can see Kyler like just like living a totally normal suburban life, like with a nice wife and nice kids. Like he needs to cut his hair. Yeah. I cannot look at his hockey flow anymore. It's really bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I did like that we found out that Lexi's name is Alexis during her graduation. Because oh, I yeah. always assumed it was like Alexandra or something. I Alexis. honestly assumed yeah. it was Lexi. Just Lexi. I think people name her. Her mom now. seems like a, that kind of mom. Yeah, exactly. And I love that she wants to be a funeral director. Like, I'm obsessed with that aspect of her I think she'd be great at it. Yeah, she's, like, so deadpan, and she'd be like, okay, so which flowers do you want? <laughs> we have these coffin options. <laughs> I love it. And it makes sense to me now that she named her child such a dumb name. <laughs> I mean, okay, Tobias isn't, like, the worst name I've ever heard, but it's, no. like, so weird for her to name her baby Tobias. Like, do we think she's seen Arrested Development? Maybe, because here's... Lexi's an internet girl in case yeah. you guys didn't know like she's all about Twitter like she was a One Direction stan like probably really into Tumblr so yeah. I would assume she at least knows who Tobias is from like gifts and like stuff on Tumblr yeah like that's the first thing most people think of when they hear that name these days oh, like yeah. you could at least call him Toby Toby is like a cute name I think they will and the baby looks like a Toby more than a Tobias yeah well it's just such a strange name for a baby <laughs> Really, it truly is. It's no Brayson, but... <laughs> Brayson's so bad. Um, they should call him Sonny. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cute. Just like I or think like, they should call Watson right. Sonny. Every baby should just be called Sonny. Yeah, it's a cute nickname. I like it. Didn't Whitney Port name her son that? Uh, I thought Whitney Port had a girl. I think it's a boy. We'll look uh... up later. I, the reason I think it's a girl is because I swear I've watched like her vlogs and it's a girl oh, baby. Yeah. The, her vlogs are really boring in case anybody was wondering. Yeah, um, she thinks they're very groundbreaking. Yeah. Anyway, who's left? Oh, Kyla and Kayla. Stefan. Kyla. Kayla. It's Kayla. <laughs> Kyla. It's like Kyler. her a new name. Um, <laughs> they, nothing really happened. Poor uh, Kayla was like going through his clothes and found another girl's underwear. <laughs> That was disgusting. I don't even... And her mom's like, uh, don't touch that. Yeah. <laughs> I love her mom. She is a saint. Did anything else happen in that episode for her? Um, She wore a crop top and fake eyelashes to a bakery. That's yeah, about it. sounds it. about right. There are, yeah. All these girls are always like in full Instagram makeup. Oh, and then Stefan and his friend had an extremely long conversation about pepperoni. When they were like in that yeah. shop thing. Oh, but I do think we learned that Pops, you know how we weren't sure who Pops was? I think yeah. he confirmed that it is his dad. No, no, I think he said his grandfather because his dad wasn't around. Maybe. Okay. Well, we got some clarification on that, which clearly I didn't pay attention to. Basically, he said, like, my dad was not around. Like, I yeah. don't want to be like my dad. Which, fair. Yeah. But you need to stop being a dick. He's so, like, I'm still shook by that fight he had with Gail's mom. I know. Oh, <laughs> my God. And also, like, that was a lot of 
stuff that he had at her house. Like, was he fully moved in there? I think so. Like, wh- where is he when he's not there? This is what I, I just want to know what he's doing in his life. Uh, I'm just confused. <laughs> uh, like, uh, I don't care, but I want to know. <laughs> I feel you. All right, let's move on to Teen Mom 2. I know some people aren't into the, like, behind-the-scenes drama, and I am, like, back and forth on it. I like behind-the-scenes stuff, although I do think they could have cut like i think they should have made last week and this week one episode i agree it was so long i was watching it and i was like okay it's probably almost over and i looked at my watch and it had been 20 minutes so i think this was a good like i really liked this episode personally but i think the issue is is that it's too much coming after last week and i think yeah. this was a standalone episode with like a tiny bit like really what they could have done was had the drama from uh, the like Kale talking about Brie, you know, like yeah. that she didn't want her around the baby. Then like quickly one scene of like Brie confronting Leah, maybe, and then yeah. the fight at in the makeup room at the end, and just like had that be five minutes long, essentially. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. that was part of tonight's episode. I think if that was one complete episode, that would have been really good. But I think we were in a little bit of like reunion fatigue by the time Absolutely. we got by the time we got to this week's reunion. But I think if we just watched this episode, we'd be like, "Oh, this is good." Yeah, that's probably true. It just seemed the timing of it is strange, like with the reunion. Oh, what was it? Episode well, two. Let's talk. Or, let's chat. So let's yeah. chat about like all the drama that's happening now. So my personal theory. You know, and I think I might have said this last week on the show. So they filmed the reunion this week uh, in New York, which is very early. Usually they don't film it until like 15 or 20 episodes, or I guess if they did 18 episodes last season, they usually film it around like when episode 12 is airing, let's say. Yeah. Uh, this year, I'm positive they filmed it this way so that like everybody would be very hyped, intense from the reunion drama airing. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Because was that from last year? Like, I was confused yeah. about when that was. Okay. So what we saw was last year, and then this weekend they filmed New Reunion, and it was a shit show. Apparently, yeah. at one point, like, Kale confronted Brie, but, like, in a private room and tried to fight her, and security pulled Kale off, or we don't know exactly what happened. And there was, they, like, some hair pulling or something. Well, no, because first Kale confronted uh, Brie, like, offstage, and she couldn't get at her. And then mm. they all went on stage, and Brie was the last one to come out. Janelle wasn't there. And she ran, like, right up on Kale, and uh, <laughs> Brittany followed her, and they pulled Kale's hair. And Chelsea oh. was on stage, and Chelsea's pregnant, and was rightfully very mad, because apparently yeah. she had been... And you guys know, like, I don't give Chelsea a lot of credit, but apparently she had been bitchy, or, like, all weekend she had been, like, you know, things are getting out of control, like, feeling like MTV wasn't really providing a safe environment, and then she's on stage pregnant, and a fight breaks out. Yeah. Um, And Chelsea just left and didn't film the second half of the reunion. I'm a little confused after seeing last, this week's episode, why Chelsea would ever bring her kids back to a reunion that... 
I know. I don't really get why she brought Aubrey and Watson again. If I was her, I would have flown in on Friday morning and left on Sunday night. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. kids and Cole would have stayed at home. Like, you can be away from each other for two and a half days. Like, I, yeah, I don't not... think she would care if he didn't go to the reunion. Like, yeah. he'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand Chelsea's pregnant. She probably doesn't want to be alone. But, like, you're a big girl. Like, just I, my kids, after what I saw last night, like, my kids would never be at another reunion if I'm Chelsea. They just oh, wouldn't be. They just wouldn't be. Like, and she was, like, in the middle of it. We'll get into that, too. Yeah. But... It's fine. It's fine if, you know what I mean? Or yeah. if I'm Chelsea, I probably wouldn't have gone. I would have been like, I'm pregnant. Can I Skype in? And I'm yeah, sure they would have let Yeah, what is doing. She's Skyping, isn't she? Or is she just yeah. not participating? Uh, I think she's Skyping or Dr. Drew's going to North Carolina. I'm not really sure, but she's part of it. But they, yeah. I'm sure would have let Chelsea Skype in. And if not, I mean, Aubrey didn't go to reunions for a couple years. There's, she absolutely, Chelsea could have gone on her own. So I'm a little confused. Or, like, um, Randy could have gone with her. You know he'd be all over that. Yeah. By the way, my Fitbit just uh, hit gold, even though I haven't moved. Because Excuse I've been moving, me? Because I've been moving my hand around so much while I'm talking. That's cheating. Now I understand why you went all the time. That's crazy. A hundred steps. That's that's bullshit. Oh, you mean, like, your hour-long goal, not your day no, no, goal? No, 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 no. Like, I was a hundred steps away from my 10,000. Oh, I see, I see. Um... <laughs> Anyways, this is Fitbit talk with Liz and Fiona. I was just like, why is this beeping? I forgot that it always, uh, if I'm like moving my hand around violently, it counts my <laughs> I'm just going to have to become more of a hand talker, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, so Chelsea what is like apparently extremely pissed because mm-hmm. she feels like MTV put her in an unsafe situation. Kale is playing victim. Like she hasn't been instigating this shit for a year. Right. And Brianna supposedly has quit Teen Mom. Now, I actually, call me crazy, I think if anybody's going to quit Teen Mom, it is Brianna. I could see that. Because she has the least to lose. Like, she made $20,000 for this season. She has her Instagram followers up so she can sell Instagram stuff. She's not walking away from six figures. That's true. That is a very good point, actually. I didn't think about it that way. Like, it's a lot harder for Kale to leave than it is for Brianna to leave. Yeah, and as much as we wish Chelsea would quit, like... She's not she, She's not going to. I'd be very surprised. Although, Me too. I mean, I guess a third baby could, like, maybe prompt her, you know? Like, she... Maybe. She... I could see Cole being like, we have to end this. Like, the, this is, like, not something that I'm willing to, like, participate in anymore. Like, this is unhealthy for our children and... Chelsea going along with him but I just would be very surprised if they did that I think she would go along with whatever anybody suggested to her <laughs> I don't think she has very strong convictions no, one way or the other say. <laughs> my Chelsea <laughs> the one I know yeah <sighs> so the episode picks up where the fight left off uh and if you'll notice I know a lot people were giving like Everybody was saying, like, Brianna's whole family ganged up on Kale. No. Roxanne was there. She The whole time she was like, stop. Stop She it. was being super reasonable. I was actually Shockingly. surprised. I think she took a Xanax. <laughs> I almost just spit my drink out. <laughs> she was but, very yeah. subdued. Yes, she was. She was just, like, sitting there, like, 
legs crossed on the chair being like, I'm going to give you my motherly wisdom. <laughs> yeah, maybe they picked up some legal pot, you know. Like, oh, true. Like, That's Roxanne true. was chilling. And Roxanne is like, so where's Javi? Like, Javi's the one that, like, created this whole thing. Where's Javi? Yeah. And Kale declares it's not that serious. And Bree's like, are you kidding? Like, you're the one that made it serious. And that's what drives me nuts about Kale. It's like, Kale, of course she's the one that made it that serious. Yeah. She is always the, the shit disturber. Yeah. Kale wants to be, like, the tough guy and the victim, and it drives me up a fucking wall. I know. She loves to pretend like she has so much game, and then she's like... There's no room for my baby. I don't want to have to be around her. Like, oh, man. I'm still not over Kale's justification for that is uh, I didn't say it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But just because I said it doesn't mean that it was to be offensive to you. Like, oh, my God. That's worse, Kale. (laughs) I know. Like, it's definitely worse to say it behind your back. Like, but not even behind your back, like loud enough on purpose so Brie could hear it. But Mm -hmm. like not to her face. Yeah, she's she's crafty, that one. So, Brie calls Javi and is like, I'm in a dressing room with your ex-wife. Like, you need to yeah. get her early. Which, like, she said that so loud. She knows exactly what she's doing. I'm in a dressing yes. room with your ex-wife. Yeah. Oh, my. Brie is also, like, I hope everybody knows, like, I'm not taking Brie's side here. And I think last week I let it be known that I found Brie very annoying in this fight. I think... The issue is, is that Brie is a lot more willing to be like, all right, bitch, we're fighting. Like, you want to fight? Like, we're fighting. And I know last week she was doing a lot of, like, I don't know why we fight. But this week she's, like, fool and, like, we're fighting. And what drives me nuts about Kale's, like, she, like, fight, fight, fights. And then she's like, I don't even know why we're fighting. This isn't fair. Like, Brie, when she's in, is in. Like, you'll never hear Brie say, like, it's not fair that we're fighting. Yeah, she's going to throw down. Yeah, I mean, she might not fight. Like, well, I guess we saw she does. I guess we hear mm, she does yeah. physical fight. But she's not going to, like, by the way, imagine being in the reunion audience watching Brie run up on Kale and grab her by the hair. Ugh. Ugh. That the dream. The I would fucking die dream. and go I, to heaven. I would scream on the top of my lungs. Like, <laughs> yes! Just, like, pull out your recording device and start live podcasting. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. But, I'm here on the scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, like, Brie, she'll, she'll, like, talk shit once you leave. You know, but at least, like, Brie doesn't then act like, I was set up. How come we're fighting like this? Like, this is production's mm-hmm. fault. Bree's like, no, no, bitch, we're fighting. Like, I know yeah. why we're fighting now. She's a little bit more real about it. Yeah. Which is probably a product of her not having been on the show all this time. Like, Kale and, like, Janelle like to twist the narrative and yes. and kind of use the producers and the editing to their advantage and say what their reality is, even if it's not what we've just seen happen. That's very true. That's really true. I mean, at that point... Kale had only, or Brie had only seen herself on TV in this season for like eight episodes, probably. Yeah. Or 12 episodes by the time it filmed. She hadn't even seen herself on a full season. Exactly. So she's not like, oh, I'm not getting the good edit or whatever. Yeah. She's just being herself to an extent. That's very true. Um, Kale, so Brie and the family leave, and Morgan Freeman is there, and he's like, 
are you okay, Kale? And Kale's like, yeah, but I want to have a conversation with them. And and Morgan's like, great, let's set it up. Yeah, (laughs) Morgan's like, like, perfect, roll cameras. (laughs) Kale's like, no, not here, not at the reunion. Like, I want to do it at the hotel, Uh, which I don't know. I don't know why they can't do it at the reunion. Like if they can't, if they don't just turn their mics off, like I don't see why she they can't go into a room. She was very, I was, I was intrigued by this part. Like, I want to know what you think about this. Do you think she was being sincere that she didn't want to have the discussion on camera or was she just saying that to make herself look like the good guy? No, I think she was being sincere, but she didn't want to have the conversation on camera, but not for like altruistic reasons. Mm-hmm. She just, I think like, did not want to give MTV anymore. And this is what's so fucking frustrating. If I was Kale, I would never tweet about Javi and Brianna. I would never do anything. I would have walked onto that stage with Dr. Drew and he said, so I heard Javi and Brianna are dating. I would have smiled and said, yeah, I hope they're doing great. I yeah. would refuse to utter Brianna or Javi's name on camera. I bitched my friends about it. But Kale gives MTV and especially Javi exactly what they want every time and then she's like you guys set me up like you did this on purpose and it's like yeah dummy like this is your eighth season yeah you know how this works by now oh yeah you're totally right about that it's like she runs out of ideas of what she can talk about while she's making casserole or whatever she does at her house yeah if i <laughs> ugh, i would refuse mtv producer so how do you feel about kale or how do you feel about javi and brianna I think Brianna's great. I hope they do well together. Mm-hmm. Nova yeah. and Stella are so cute. It would be yeah. really cute to see Lincoln and Isaac hang out with them. I would refuse to give them anything about positive sound bites. But what does Kale do? She gets on Twitter. She gets on her podcast. She gets on Instagram Live. Well, I guess she doesn't really do Instagram Lives. But she Thank like God. just like... We get enough of that from Ashley and Barr. <laughs> gets on social media and her podcast and talks shit. That's all I know. she does. Like, why give them the satisfaction? Imagine how much better you would come across. Like, you could be the golden child. You could be the Chelsea. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like, so, the things Chelsea says are basically just, like, commenting on legal proceedings, which are fact. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea, we don't like watching her, but Chelsea's figured it out. She won't yeah, exactly. give them to be what they want. And that's yeah. why we find her so boring, but that's the reality, is yeah. that, like, Chelsea is not giving MTV what they want and Kale's unable to control herself and like fine whatever you can control yourself but then don't cry about like how it's unfair that MTV wants to put you and Brianna in a dressing room because if you're on your podcast talking shit about her if you're on Twitter talking shit about her if you're on camera constantly talking shit about her MTV is putting the two of you in the same dressing room yeah of course they are like you know how reality television works I would love to put these girls on Bravo and see how they do because MTV coddles them and let them get away with be interesting. Yeah, like, give me Andy Cohen, please. <laughs> so we finally see some Janelle, and Janelle has a rental house. She's not staying at the hotel, and if you guys will remember, uh, she said it was because the Las Vegas shootings just happened and she didn't feel safe staying at a hotel. A lot of yes. people were like, it's because they want to do meth and David's isolating her. But honestly, I don't know why they stayed at an Airbnb. Like, I I think I'm really, it's really, I've resigned. How do I want to phrase this? I've resigned to, like, not totally trying to dissect all of Janelle and David's, uh, like, motivations. Because 
Well, yeah. Who you can't. Knows? It would be exhausting. Like, you have enough to do in your day. You can't dissect everything they think. Like, ugh, if we could have a moment in their brains, sure. But I think I would want to run for the hills. Oh, terrifying. So David yeah. peeps over the fence and talks to Kristen like he's, um, what's the neighbor's name they were talking about? He's like the neighbor's name in, uh, Tool Time. Yeah. Home Improvement. Oh my god. Home Improvement. I was dying laughing. Like, why was he doing that? Just to David's prove how funny. funny he is. I'm sorry. I know. David I, like, he's a terrible person, but he's so funny. He's so funny. And... Chris, David's like, oh, no, we're going to go get breakfast and, like, come to the reunion at our call time. Like, we're not going to be there early to hang out, and it's because everybody sucks except for us. And Kristen goes, so who does she hate today? <laughs> I know. I loved that whole conversation. I think Kristen is awesome, and I, I get so irritated at people giving her so much hate online because she is good at her job. People need to take a fucking breath with the I know. Kristen hate. First of all. I want to remind you all that Kristen interacts with these people constantly and has yeah. for years. And maybe, truly, she likes David and Janelle. The thing is, this is what drives me nuts. And I find this about like a lot of reality TV conversations. And I know I'm guilty of this. Is that like we see these characters on TV and we hate them so much that right. we find it impossible that anybody could like them and anybody could stand being around them and anybody could just like not want to kill them. So mm-hmm. people see Kristen and they're like that fake ass bitch being nice to Janelle. Like how dare she be nice to Janelle? But one, like you have to be nice to Janelle if you want her to film. Janelle will not film with an aggressive producer. A no. good example is I don't react well to people yelling at me. And I had a personal trainer for like a year, a year ago And one day I showed up and he was, like, being really mean to him. And at the end of the session, I said, look, just so you know, like, I grew up with a dad that yells. I don't react well to yelling. And if you Mm -hmm. ever yell, like, speak harshly to me again during a training, I'm going to walk out and get a new trainer. And have LA Fitness give me a new trainer. I I don't like this. I respond No, I totally relate. I I walked out of a boot camp the other day because she was yelling too much. Yeah, I was like, I respond well to positive criticism and affirmations. (laughs) (laughs) you're doing great sweetie yeah that's what I like and he goes okay and you know what he never yelled at me again and like and I I said dead seriously I said I'll just walk out of here and not use you as a trainer anymore all Valley Fitness got me a new one and he knew I was being serious and I think Janelle's a lot like that and the producers realize it so I think only she was as good of a communicator as you are yeah (laughs) So Kristen, one, has to be nice to Janelle if they want Janelle to film and to get content. Yeah. And two, like, it's possible Kristen doesn't hate Janelle. Yeah. I mean, like, we see, like, I'm sure most people could hang out with Janelle and watch Netflix and eat pizza for a bit. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's different sides to people. And while she is delusional and erratic and has no real personality of her own I think I could probably hang out with her or like go to drink or something yeah I think so too smoke pot with her yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I don't I think people are just like too crazy with Kristen and if you have a problem Kristen I I mean I can understand but that's like the price of breaking the fourth wall is that we're going to see producers coddling the reality TV stars. But the thing I don't get is that she is not the only one that does that. Like, look at Chelsea's producer, Mandy. She is, like, 
yeah all over her kiki? like thinks they're best friends and kiki yes isn't one of the producers like a godmother of kiki. one of the kids yeah is nova's godmother yeah nova baltera yeah yeah i never yeah. know how to say that Bal. it lo- it should be baltiera but it's Baltera. It is? I thought it was Baltiera as well. I always thought that, but then whenever they say it out loud, they don't say the I. You know what's funny? Some teen, like Janelle Evans is Janelle Evans to me. Yeah, whatever. She goes by Janelle Eason now, but like she's Janelle Evans. But Caitlin and Tyler, their last names, I truly have no place in my head. That's true. Like I I would never think of her as Lowell, Lowell, whatever. Same with Kale, actually. Maybe it's because I don't know how to pronounce it. Kale? Yeah, Kale Lowry. I, like, I can see it in my head, but I would never say it out loud. But, like, yeah. for some reason, it's, like, Janelle Evans, Chelsea Huska. Like, those, I I always think of Cole as Cole DeBoer for some reason. Um, but Caitlin and Tyler, their last names just have no place in my heart. Because they're, like, a unit. They're, like, yeah. an amorphous blob. <laughs> Amber Portwood is one, always Amber Portwood. Farah is one. I think of like, her as six-inch lashes Portwood or whatever Gary had her <laughs> as in his phone. And then she had him as something crazy, too. Harry yeah. Fairy Gary or something. Yes, Gary the Harry Fairy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. So David says Janelle hates Barbara and Nathan today, which I think is her normal hate. Yeah, that's the status quo, I would say. Yeah. And David says he doesn't like Dr. Drew. And if you'll remember, at this reunion, David calls Dr. Drew the hard F word. Yes, I do remember that. And he said to Kristen, he just asks questions that nobody wants to answer. Like, uh, does he? Kristen goes, I know, it's so hard. He really asks (laughs) the tough questions. And I'm like, bitch, where? I know, when? It's like... (laughs) So you, uh, you can control Janelle. That's great. That's basically what he says. (laughs) So Bree's in her dressing room talking to her friend Shirley, who, by the way, did you notice how fucking beautiful Shirley looked? Oh yeah. I've always thought that. I think that we just, I've never, like, I've never been like, oh, Shirley's ugly, but I don't think I've ever been like wowed by Shirley, but I don't think we ever, like, we see them getting their nails done or like pizza. We've never really seen Shirley. Like she looked so hot she had like an amazing black outfit on her hair was done her makeup was done like i was like damn shirley's beautiful yeah she looked really good and so did brie i loved brie's makeup like her glitter eyeshadow i was really beautiful and yes yes i thought britney looked good her makeup was like a little too much i think britney is looks better in more natural look Um, they're both very naturally beautiful yes although it's brie britney looks so much like Roxanne now like I know looking more and more like her every day I feel like it's true I wonder what Bree's dad looks like yeah I mean not does he, she know? must look probably not oh yeah no 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 it's Brittany that had the surprise the surprise dad oh right because she thought Brianna's dad was her dad yeah. right yeah. yeah oh man I want to find that marriage boot or uh couples there family therapy episode I haven't Roxanne. watched it I would like to I think I watched it, like, back in the day when it came out, or I definitely read recaps, but I think I'm going to find, maybe I'll find that episode tonight and watch it. Good call. <laughs> uh, so, Shirley and 
sorry, I lost my place because it's harder for me to read notes on these like reunions where it's not like segregated into the different moms. I know, and that's how I wrote my notes. I went girl by girl, and I kind of just jumped around while I was typing. But I don't know where we are chronologically. That's normally (laughs) how I do it, but in the reunions, I have to do it chronologically, or I would have no idea where I was. So. Brie is in her dressing room talking to Brittany and Shirley, and they're kind of recapping what happened. And really, like, were they talking shit on Kale? Like, yeah, but exactly, I'm sure what Kale was saying in her dressing room to Bone, they weren't, like, in my opinion, they weren't talking any more shit than, like, what the situation called for and yeah. what I'm positive Kale was doing in her dressing room. Oh, of course she was. It wasn't she like they were like, with her, too. Yeah, it wasn't like they were, like, fuck kale that fat cunt like yeah (laughs) sorry i just like dropped a hard c word there um but do you you know what i mean they weren't going so hard with the shit talking so bone comes out wearing a dress that looked not cute on her yeah that was a look like i don't know i was like first of all i'm a little confused as to why all the friends are like in full hair and makeup and nice outfits i know like aren't you guys here as just nannies which by the way how can i get that job i would love to be a reality tv nanny can we discuss how many friends they're all allowed to bring i know with three people i know javi had like a whole entourage and like leah had a friend janelle had her friend jamie there yeah What's Leah's friend's name? I don't even know. Um, I do know it's Kayla, I think. Or okay. It's her friend that's been her friend forever and yeah. possibly lives in Las Vegas now. She okay, moved okay. to Las Vegas. I don't know if she ever moved back. Do you remember? Yes, I do. She's been I friends do. with Leah since like 16 and pregnant. She usually will have like short spiky hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I just didn't recognize her. I think I'm I'm pretty positive. Leah had, like, was. very little screen time, so I wasn't paying a ton of attention Leah to her. Leah looked great in that cape outfit, though. I know. I loved that. She looked like Celine Dion. Leah's a good example of someone with, like, when you have a stylist and, like, professional glam, like, you look a hundred times better than you do in regular life. I know. It's so true. Whereas I think Caitlyn looks I, better in her normal life than I she wish, does when she wears clown pants. I wish someone who is a plus size stylist would like hook Caitlyn up. I know. I just feel bad for her. She just always looks so uncomfortable in her clothes. Yeah, and I just saw a picture of her this week and her clothes look better. Her boobs looked huge. I did see that. They looked like alarming, like smothering her. But like I, I also have huge boobs, but like I when you look at me in pictures, like, they don't... I think it's because she constantly wears tight shirts that are flowier yeah. at her stomach, which just makes her boobs look even bigger. Yeah, um, like, peplum is not a good look if you have really big boobs. Yeah, so I think she, like... Yeah, she loves, like, an empire waist, you know? Uh, yeah. And she needs to, like, go, like, a full baggier shirt, I think, would look way nicer. Or, like, a full tight shirt, so, like, at least... I don't know, where she's not wearing good bra. Because I have very big boobs, too, and they don't look like... I don't think least... she has the right bra at all. Like, her boobs look like no. too... Like, I don't want to say saggy, because they're not saggy, but no, they're they just, just, like, lower than they should be. It's all you can see, and it's... Yeah. Like, as a big-titty girl, like, I, I get the struggle. But I wish, like, Christian Seriano, you know, who does most of the plus-size yes. actresses, like, would make her dress. Uh, we should start a campaign. I know. She deserves it. Like, I just want her... To, like, have a couple looks. Like, Kale would look so nice in, like, a nice fitted, like, suit look. Like, a nice fitted suit pant 
with like a cute shirt and like a cute mm-hmm. blazer. She would look so good in that, but she always wears these like crazy flares and bells and a belt. She sleeve. loves a flare, and I she I think she just is like a go-go dancer at heart, and that's how she wants to dress. It, it it's unfair because I think they all can get stylists if they want. And yeah, I think Leah so. can wear whatever from the stylist and Kate can't. And I think that's the problem. Absolutely. And, oh God, I would, if Kale let me, or Kate, just let me take her to Old Navy. I could get her such cute stuff. Oh yeah. Old Navy is the best for that. She would definitely fit into a 2X at Old Navy. And we could just get her like some cute stuff. Like if she just had a pair of cute pixie jeans or like their mm-hmm. pixie pants and like a cute shirt. Ugh, I don't know. I love those pants. I have several pairs <laughs> yeah she could look so cute in them okay we're so off topic but um so brie basically bone like walks out of her dressing room and walks into brie's dressing room and she's like are you cursing out kale right now everyone's ganging up on kale it was and just so confusing like why are you getting involved exactly if i was kale i'd be like don't you dare go out there i know like if i'm not gonna go out there you're not going out there And this is what I mean by, like, Kale, like, this whole fight in the hallway was instigated by Bone. And if Bone had never come out in the hallway, the hallway fight between them would have never happened. And it would have been left at the dressing room and nothing else would have happened between Kale and Brie the entire reunion. Yeah, exactly. They would have just kept their separate rooms and then maybe had a conversation later at the hotel like Kale wanted. Yeah. And then Kale wants to sit here and be like, I didn't sign up for Jerry Springer. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. But it's like, girl... Your friend went out mm-hmm. there and talked shit. Like, if Bone didn't go out there, this would have not gotten to the point that it got. Your friend who you brought to look after your baby while you get ready and do your job is the one going in the hallway and starting shit. Exactly. So Bone's like, are you guys cursing out Kale? And Shirley's like, no one's ganging up on her. She just doesn't understand why anyone... Oh, she says... Bree doesn't understand why anyone's mad, which that's the thing that's annoying me most about Bree. Stop playing fucking stupid. I know. She plays stupid so easily. You know why everybody's mad. I wish Bree would just be like, look, if she's jealous, she's jealous. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know if Kale's jealous. I don't know if jealous is the right word, but that's where Bree should have stuck with that. I think it comes from a place of jealousy, but it's more of like... I don't know. It's, it's a lack so hard of control. To... I know exactly yeah, what it that's is. It. That's Kale, it. because of her childhood dysfunction, this is a classic adult child of an alcoholic situation. Kale mm-hmm. grew up in complete chaos, and her reaction to that was to want complete control over everyone and everything in her life. And the reality yeah. is, Kale has little to no control. I mean, none of us really have any control over the way other people act, but it Kale's. Kale especially has no control because she puts herself in such chaotic and dysfunctional situations that she has even less control like I don't have control over the way anybody acts but like I keep seeing cool calm people around me yeah so I don't get into these like crazy spun out situations often but But then again we have this like hypocritical angle where she loves the chaos you know she loves that as part of her brand and then she resents it it's like she's addicted to the chaos and the dysfunction and doesn't have any coping skills So she can't get herself out of this chaos and dysfunction. But at the same time, she's like fucking desperate to control the situation. And her reaction to the chaos and dysfunction is to try and control. And then when she's unable to control the situation, she lashes out even more. So she's Mm -hmm. in this like crazy cycle of like, 
being obsessed with control and being obsessed with the chaos and dysfunction and like how they bounce off of one another. And so it drives her up a fucking wall that she can't control Javi. Yeah. And that's why she was so bad with Joe for so long. And I think her and Joe are finally in a good place because she's actually, because she's finally come to this situ this like place in her head where she realizes she has no control over Joe and V. And that's why she's like, okay, I but have also, no control over Joe. Joe is just so different from Javi. Like Javi oh. is a fame whore and he loves the drama. So whereas different. Joe couldn't give two shits. Yeah, well, Joe won't feed in to the chaos and the dysfunction. Yeah. So I think Kale's, at least anymore, so I think Kale's, like, flare-up need of control doesn't come out with Joe as much. And, like, that's an example of, like, being with calm, cool, and collective people. Yeah. You know, that you don't need to control them as much. And Joe is, like, the only person in her life who's like that. Which is why their relationship has gotten so much better. And the only time she has problems with Joe is when they bring up, like, 50-50 custody. Or, like, going off of, like, basically stepping into a situation that Kale wants control over. So, the only time she has uh, issues with Joe and V now. But. That's true. I think that with, like, Javi, it's, like, she cannot stand that Javi will, like, come to her and flirt with her, and then even though she doesn't want Javi, and then he'll go and he'll be with Kale, and that she yeah. can't stop him from doing that. That's so true. It's a control thing. Yeah, so... It's a good way of putting it. Bree and Shirley are kind of like, what the fuck, at Bone Bean and, like, the room yeah. and yelling at them. You can tell they're like, why is this, like, happening right now? <laughs> like... Yeah. And Bone walks away, and this was fuck. This is Brie totally unnecessarily like took this to the next level. That when Bone's walking away, Brie's like holding the baby, and she's like, "Don't be disrespectful, because I'll smack oh, the shit out of you." You're I lucky know. My kids are here, and Bone's like, "Why are you yelling at me as I walk away?" <laughs> her in the hallway, holding Stella in one arm and flailing her finger and threatening to smack the shit out of Bone was a look. I mean, like, honestly, like, I was thrilled by it, but I'm a bad obviously. person. Yeah, we are. We That's why we watch this. <laughs> We're um, honest about it. Yeah. And then Britt, like, comes out of nowhere. Britt, like, yeah. Britt gets set off. And she comes out. She's trying to get to Bone. Security is, like, blocking her. Bone goes into Kale's dressing room. Britt is screaming, bitch, come out here. Come out here, mm-hmm. bitch. And this is when Kale starts with her, like, I didn't sign up for Jerry Springer bullshit. Which, first of all, like, Kale's life is Jerry Springer. And has I always know. been Jerry Springer. That's, like, that's the the essence of being a teen mom who's on a TV show. I mean, Kale's 16 and pregnant was Jerry Springer. Yeah, she has always had this coming. <laughs> so, and once again, nobody would be in the hallway screaming if Bone didn't come out of the... They could have sat there and listened to Kale, to Bree and Shirley talk shit and just completely ignored it. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have done, but yeah. I mean... Exactly. And there's then, no reason to compare me to... While Kale. this is happening, <laughs> Britt is screaming at the door. Bree's, like, in the background, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then <laughs> Chelsea... I actually laughed so hard at this. Chelsea, like, pops her head out of the dressing room. She's holding Watson. And this is the most relatable that I've ever found Chelsea. She, like, makes a face like, what the fuck? 
and like and just looks around up. and like pops and like pops back into her dressing room. She's like, no. I wrote down Chelsea was Jim Halpert from The Office this yeah. whole episode, <laughs> just like looking at the camera, like, excuse me, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Like a deer in headlights, just like sticks her head out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brittany starts yelling that kills a stumpy ass looking bitch. If a bitch comes into my sister's dressing room again in front of my kids, they're getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. Britt Brit needs to control her anger. And she does. needs to learn that, like, she can defend Brie without, like, getting so aggressive. I know. Because then once Britt starts yelling, like, Brianna is just, or Brianna, Brianna is just, like, a hype man behind her. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, truly. <laughs> like, the whole time. Roxanne is like wants them all to stop. She's like, stop! I love when when you can't see Roxanne in the screen, but you hear her voice, stop! Stop! (laughs) That's exactly her accent, too. (laughs) You just like hear it like, oh, Rox is there. Cool. I don't know about you, but because I'm like Canadian, I have, I'm hyper aware of all of the different accents on this show, and it's so funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Larry goes to try to talk to Kale, and then we see Leah come in in her cute outfit. Gracie's all dressed up. They have, like, a weird little conversation about Gracie being a princess, but she's not a princess, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was just, like, probably the most usable footage they had of Leah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she did nothing in this episode, basically. And then we finally get to part two of the drama, basically, which is Nathan and Barb. So we see oh. Nathan and Barb, and Barb comes into uh, Nathan's dressing room, gives a hug to Doris, gives a hug to Nate, and we see Ashley, Nate's girlfriend, on camera. Now, uh-huh. if you guys will remember, <laughs> Ashley made a big scene on Twitter that she'll never be on Teen Mom. They can't even say her name. They can't use her voice. She's never going to be on the show. And yep. honestly, <sighs> somebody commented on Reddit like, Oh, I bet they paid her a lot of money. And I guarantee you they didn't. Nate just asked her to and she said yes because she's fucking obsessed with Nate. Exactly. She said that. Like, we'll get into the video thing. But she said, like, she has not signed a release. But she was there to support him. But if she hasn't signed a release, why wouldn't her face be blurred out? I don't understand that. And if you'll notice, somebody else in their dressing room has their, had her face Yeah, it out. was like Doris's friend or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ashley... Signed the release, like, she must have signed it, like, I bet, like, a couple months later. Nate was like, babe, please sign the release. Yeah. And so she did. I have a lot of problems with Ashley. Ashley is not right. I've said that on record. I, not even, like, how she acted on the show, although that dress she was wearing was so fucking ugly. Like, I didn't. I know. I didn't find her to be, like, that big of an, although here's my thing. If I hate Teen Mom. Like, if I hate Teen Mom, I don't fly to L.A. for the reunion. No. Or if I fly to L.A. for the reunion, I don't go and sit on state, like, on set. Like, I hang out at the hotel. I go run Runyon Cannon. I go to Pump, Sir, Villa Blanca. I have, like, a Vanderpump Pump <laughs> Rules fucking bar crawl. Like, I go, you know what I mean? Like, I go, like, I don't, it's just so, if I hated Teen Mom, like, you wouldn't catch me anywhere where there's a camera. 
No, and I would think that she probably had to pay for her own flight or like Nate paid I don't for think, it. I don't think so because, I mean, really? Javi could bring people. If Shirley was there, if Jamie was there, I think they all get at least a plus one. But Nate did have his mom and her No, friend. I think Doris gets her own. I think Doris uh, is now her own. Dor- There's no way that they were not paying to fly Doris out. Okay, okay, I see. Because think see about it. She had just filed custody. Yeah. That's going to be a whole thing. It's Nate's weekend with Kaiser. So, yep. of course, they're going to fly Doris out. And it looked like Doris had a plus one. I think yeah. every person who gets an invite to the reunion gets a plus one, would be my guess. Yeah, probably. Because I think Barb had a friend there. Um, I think Doris had a friend there. Like, I think Ashley was Nate's friend. For this weekend <laughs> that they just filmed, Josh, you know, Nate's fucking friend Josh, who's my arch enemy. Yeah, um, he was there in New York with them. Like, I think. They, oh, I didn't see that. I think they all just like get to bring people. I I don't. I cannot figure out who gets to come to the reunion. But like, no. if I'm actually like, sense. if I'm actually like, I fly out. I have a nice trip in LA, but like, you're on set all day, and I'm not there because I hate Teen Mom. Yeah, like I'm in Calabasas stalking all of the houses I want to stalk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I still don't understand why her face wouldn't be blurred. Like, I do not buy that she did not sign a release. Because I think she, she signed a release a couple months later, I guarantee yeah. you. And I think that's why she wasn't in the original episode when it aired. Mm, that like, when sense. it aired last year, because she didn't sign the release then. I think for this upcoming season, they had her sign a release, and she fucking signed it. She went back on her word. And that's why, Janelle, we'll get yeah. there. We'll get there. But yes, Ashley made a big stink. <laughs> Ashley made a big sink that she would not be on camera. So Janelle says Janelle comes and she does not want to see anybody, which like, whatever, Janelle. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we get a scene of Brittany apologizing to Larry. I thought that was nice that Brittany was like, look, I don't want to be disrespectful. Like, I need to learn to control my anger. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's good. That, was at that least when she, she cried? Uh, no, that was with Devon in a little bit. Oh, Okay. So Javi shows up with his whole gang of people and he goes to see Bray and they have this weird, they have no chemistry. It's so I know, weird. I know, it's so fake. They have this weird, like, what up? What up? What up? You tell me what's up. <laughs> you hang up. Yeah. And, and when Bray's... he got there, he goes, take me to Bree's room. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop. Exactly. So Bree says she wants all three of them to talk, but Javi doesn't seem interested in that. He's like, no, I'm going to talk to Kale. Yeah. And Javi has a stupid fucking grin on his face as as he walks down with Bree to go talk to Kale. And Javi tries to get into Bree or Kale's dressing room. Kale's the door open and she's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And Javi's like, okay, we'll leave them out here. Like you and I will talk. And Kale's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not doing it. And Bree's like, someone's lying. Like, I want to figure it out. And Kale, once again, is like, it's so Jerry Springer. Mm. Nobody's and, lying. There's nothing to figure out. You guys are just blowing this way out of proportion. That's what I'm saying. Like, who? somebody's lying. His name is Javi. Like, there's no mystery to unravel here. Javi we don't... <laughs> told Kale one thing and told Brianna another thing. Yeah. Put it together, ladies. We don't need to call Dateline. <laughs> yeah. Um... And Brie is, like, yelling, like, you did this. You did this. And Kale's like, what did I do? And she's like, you talked shit on me yesterday. And Kale's like, no, I didn't. That was about my baby. It's like, Kale, own up to it. Yeah. She's such a liar. I guess if if anyone's lying, it's her. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Chelsea goes into Kale's room to talk to her, and I'm guessing this is when they made the plan to talk to the producers. Mm, yeah. Stupid. That was so, the only time we heard Chelsea speak the entire episode, by the and way. she barely even spoke. Yeah, she's like, hi. We'll get there, though. <laughs> I keep saying that, but... No, yeah. I mean when she went into Kale's room. Oh, yeah, can room. we talk? Yeah, <laughs> that was, like, her only line. Ugh, Kale. Ugh, Chelsea. Okay, Brittany so. better be getting paid more than Chelsea for this episode. Agreed. So we Janelle's getting her makeup done, and Jace goes in to say hi to her, and Janelle's like, oh, go get Kaiser... And bring him in so here. cute, by the way. I know. He had his little haircut. Oh, he's so cute. And she tells Jace to ask Kaiser if he wants to see Mommy. Now, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people being like, that's awful. How dare she do that? But I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Oh. Like, he, he probably knows his mom is there. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I think if, I don't think that's crazy to be like, go get Jace and ask him if he, like, wants it. To come see mommy. I don't know. I didn't think that, like, of all things manipulative Janelle is done, like, that doesn't rank for me. No, and people who are saying that that's shady or whatever, like, I don't understand what they want for Janelle. Because if that is a move that is, like, related to good co-parenting, why not be pleased with that? Like, they don't know what they want. They want Janelle didn't ask Jace to go get Kaiser, they'd be like, why was Janelle ignoring Kaiser the whole time? How could they she just, ignore uh, Kaiser? That's what she would, they would say. Exactly. So I found this to be what's coming up. For me personally, was the most fucked up part of the entire episode. So Jace goes in and says, Mom, like, Kaiser, can Kaiser come see Mommy or something like that? Yeah. Nate does the cruelest laugh and is like, no, we're good. Yeah. What Poor the Jace. fuck? Don't say that to Jace. I know. Like, also, Aubrey was sitting there, by the way, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah, she was. I wonder if people are still being gross and talking about how Aubrey and Jace should get married. Do you remember that from, like, the early days? Yeah, I do. Actually. She made I them forgot. kiss on stage during one of the reunions. Oh, it was super God. gross. But, like, when Nate, like, did that, he did a cruel laugh, and he said, nah, we're good. It's like a Disney villain laugh. Yeah, he's like, it's my time. Like, you say, what he should have said to Jace is like, hey, bud, like, I'm with Kaiser right now, but Kaiser will get to go see Mommy later. Like, that's all he needed to say. Poor Jace. Nate doesn't give a fuck. No. By the way, a lot of you need to open your fucking eyes when it comes to Nate. The amount of Nate support I've been seeing has been driving me up a fucking wall. Nate lives 10 hours from Kaiser. Nate sits there and cries about how he can't do anything to protect Kaiser. The reason he couldn't do anything to protect Kaiser is because he lost custody because he was facing felony domestic violence charges. Yeah. Yeah, Those charges have been dropped. What the fuck is Nate doing to get custody back and save his son? Nothing. He's living in fucking Florida. Even the custody has been dropped. He will never get 50-50 50-50 custody in Florida. No, no. judge is going to give him 50-50 custody living 10 hours away for a three-year-old. And we also don't know why the domestic violence charges were dropped. Yeah. Oh, so, I 100% they are. I personally believe they're dropped because Jessica just, like, wanted to move on with her life. And oh, didn't probably. Want to do it anymore. Which is unfortunately what happens with a lot of victims and why yeah. victims don't come forward in the first place. I absolutely believed what Jessica said in being Nathan, and I will never not believe that. Me too. She was, there's no way she was lying to be Nathan. There's no. no way. No. And like, so the charges have been dropped. So why is he not in court? 
trying to get Kaiser full time if he's mm-hmm. so scared for Kaiser. Yeah, he's just so fearful for his Also, life. if you guys will remember, Kaiser doesn't know Barbara because Nate wouldn't let Barbara around Kaiser. This is what drives me nuts. Now mm-hmm. Nate's like, Kaiser needs to know both of his grandparents because he is getting them with Barb to manipulate Janelle. If you yeah. guys go back and rewatch, like, Nate, the two seasons or three seasons Chanel was with Nate, he fucking hated Barbara. He was so rude to her. He constantly encouraged Janelle to go get custody, except when he was mad at Janelle, he'd be like, you don't deserve custody. Yeah. Um, and he, Nate, Barbara wasn't even allowed to be around Kaiser because of Nate. And they have no relationship, and it's so sad. He, like, doesn't even recognize her, it looks like. No, he like hides. Part of that is absolutely Janelle and David because they're his full time caregivers now, and clearly they don't let Barbara around Kaiser. But this goes back way before David. Kaiser and Janelle were together, or Janelle and Nate were together until Kaiser was like eight months old, and Barbara never saw Kaiser during that time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like Nathan and Barbara wouldn't even have this relationship if it weren't for like, I think Barbara is always just going to hate the guy that Janelle is currently with. More yes. than anything else. Like, nothing triggers her more than David right now. And and she hated Nathan, but yes. she hates David more than she hates Nathan. So she's going to gang up against Janelle. Like, Barbara is just as manipulative as anyone else in this whole family. And people need to open their eyes to that. Agreed. Ugh, so agreed. So agreed. Um... So, where are we? Kaiser wants to go see Janelle, and Nate goes to take him. Mm -hmm. And Kaiser gives David a big hug, because here's the reality. Kaiser's three, and he loves David and Janelle. Of course. You know, it it might not be right. They might be abusive, but that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. From his perspective, that's, like, more of his dad. Yeah, and Nate and Doris are, like, standing outside of the room, and Kaiser goes to sit with Jace, and that was really cute. hmm So, Devon is out of jail. Congrats, Devon, and made Woo-hoo. it in time to go to the reunion. It looks like Devon did not get a plus one. Oh, poor Devon. And you know what? We had a beautiful scene. Roxanne and Brittany go into the room, and they're like, hey, like, we knew you were here. We didn't want you sitting by yourself, and we want to just, like, break the ice because we're really worried about you. And Brittany yeah, I was, that. Brittany was like, we had to find out that you were arrested from Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And Roxanne and Brittany, like, very calmly, like, what happened? Like, what did you do? And Devon's like, I had an old warrant from a year ago. Like, I was cashing government checks. Like, they knew where I was. I wasn't hiding. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Brittany and Roxanne both start crying they went what's best for him I don't know I I didn't find this manipulative like I found no, it I very thought it was genuine really sweet. I thought it was very sweet I think that's the first time we've seen Brittany cry on camera I could be wrong but I was taken aback by it yeah I can't at least on Teen Mom I don't think we've yeah. seen her cry on Teen Mom I think that Devon I don't know I think that that he holds a special place in their hearts for some reason that like Lewis will never yes for sure well because they've already been burned so they really know no room to like let Lewis in and also like Lewis was a grown-ass man when this happened and Lewis came in 
Lewis came in talking a big game. Like, if you remember in the first couple episodes before we found out he cheated, like, they were getting their own apartment. Like, yeah. Lewis was getting a stable job. Like, Lewis had a lot of talk. And I think Devon, like, he was so young. Yeah, you know, he when was he first a came into the scene. And I think Brianna and Devon have been together for a little bit. So, like, they've known Devon since he was, like, 14. And I think it's like, easier to have, like, this space in your heart for fourteen, the 14-year-old boy that you met. And I think Devon was, like, 28 or 29. Yeah, that's very true. Very, like, they've you're... seen him grow up. And as, long, as much as he still makes bad decisions and yeah. gets into bad stuff, like, he's part of their family. Yeah. And Lewis is a grown-ass man. <laughs> like, yeah, and he just fucked off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Devon was being extremely respectful to them, I noticed. Yeah, I was, was taken aback. <laughs> I, I just, I found the whole thing, like, so positive, And I really, I loved when he said, like, I understand, like, now there's a second baby. And, like, Brianna does not have, like, the time or energy to, like, be catering to me. Yeah. I mean, he didn't say it with those words. But, like, that's what he, the gist of what he said. And I was like, damn, Devon. Very insightful. <laughs> I mean, I don't, who knows if he actually like comes around now or what the deal is, but I just, I found the whole thing to be touching, especially after like the craziness. Yeah, absolutely. It was a nice little moment. I think they edited it in there very wisely. <laughs> Completely agree. It was a really good break from it all. Until. <laughs> Until. So Janelle goes on stage, films her segments that we already saw. And the whole gang is in watching in the green room and Doris and Nathan are like, what the fuck? Just like reasonably pissed about the things that Janelle is saying. Um, Some stuff that was supposedly cut out was that Nathan had drug tests that he was going to ask David and uh, Janelle to take. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. Like, everybody knows David and Janelle are on drugs. Here's the thing, like, I don't believe that what David and Janelle do is that different than Nate being an alcoholic. Like, just because Nate doesn't have illegal drugs in his system. Yeah. It's very hard for me to, like, respect. If Doris asks for a drug test, like, yeah, then I'd be like, okay. And I think she does later. Like, yeah, Doris has a spot to stand on when she asks for a drug test. Yeah, that's a lot more legit. These people love to throw drug tests around like they're candy. (laughs) Who is Nate, like, who is an alcoholic, has three DUIs, and has supervised visits with his son that he can't, like, that he's going to ask for Janelle to take drug tests? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. So David's having his backstage meltdown. He's like, we're fucking leaving. And Doris says something about, like, if he punches my grandson, they'll hear about it. Ugh, which yeah, is that was sad to hear. Really sad. So David does his leaving thing and, you know, Janelle leaves. Uh, David's screaming, I have no respect for anything. And ugh, as they're walking out, Kaiser's running down the hallway yelling, Mommy, what are you oh, doing? I know. Kaiser's so cute. And the yes. whole time, it was. it's just so sad to think that Janelle is like his world yeah and I will say Janelle turned around and gave him a snack I was pretty surprised by that she did yes she's leaning into the mom thing I was actually like whoa (laughs) she (laughs) has a bare minimum thing I'm like oh my god is Janelle a good mom no (laughs) 
No, she's not. <laughs> no, she just happens to have a fruit roll up right now. Yeah. Uh, Janelle feels like she has to leave to be a supportive wife. We've seen, you know, we saw all this and mm-hmm. uh, we get a funny little thing. They had one of those in Brittany's dressing room. They had one of those like light boxes. Oh, yeah. And Brittany was like, who's in charge of spelling around here? And it like they had spelled reunion wrong in it. That was funny. And then they made some made fun of themselves in the animation thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Leah and Kale talk, and Kale gives a full rundown of everything that happened, except 100% leaves out what she said and what Bone said. Yep. And it was all their fault. The end. Did you, like, she, it was like a complete and accurate rundown, except without anything she did. It's like reading an American history textbook that, like, completely makes it sound like the white people are the winners. Yeah. <laughs> that was my experience in high school. Like, it really, it was, like, it was funny because she wasn't incorrect about, like, what Brie did, you know? She just, like, failed to mention anything. Yeah, it was a very biased perspective. Yeah. So, Brie is, oh, we find out Janelle is on her way back, and Brie goes into Javi's room, and they're all drinking, and we do find out that Javi and Kale talk every single day, and that... Brie calls him out and was like, you need to say stuff that, like, you you need to stop sending her mixed signals. Mm, yeah. And Javi's friend Carlos is the only one with some fucking sense because he's like, it's going to kill Kale if you guys get together. And Brie's like, why? <laughs> oh, my God. What does she get? And I also was thinking during that scene that it's only a matter of time before people start saying, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they can drink at work. I can't drink at work. (laughs) I was surprised that they were just, like, doing shots. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know. Yeah, no, the way – if I – if I talked to my boss that way, I would be fired. Like, okay, are you a reality TV star? I had someone once say to me that they would get fired if they swore so the girls shouldn't be allowed to swear on camera. I was Uh, like, okay. (laughs) So, so stupid. You know I love my Reddit fights. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. It's how I get out all my negative energy. Yeah. (laughs) Fighting online. Seriously, if you see me fighting on Reddit, like, just realize, like, that's how I stay, like, a calm cool and collected person IRL is I just fight with people online and then in real life I have like no desire to fight with anybody same I actually do get out all of my negative energy on them I realized that (laughs) a long time ago like a good realization that fighting online like really like that's how I get out like pent-up aggression like and if I'm in a bad mood I'll like go in hard on someone and then Mm. I'm like "Mm, okay bye and then I like (laughs) I can't remember last night, like, a fight with someone in real life, but, like, every day you can find me on Reddit being like, well, actually. Yeah. (laughs) And just, like, talking down to people and being, like, a fucking asshole. Well, like, surprise for everybody who knows who I am on Reddit. Like, I do that because it's just how I stay sane in regular life. (laughs) It's very therapeutic. It really is. It really is. So... Bree's like, okay, Javi, do you want to work things out with Kale? And he's like, nah, she'll never be loyal, and I need a girl who's loyal. And like, they have, like, a w- stupid smile back and forth. Like, you guys are going to break up in four seconds. We all have seen the future, so. 
So we get the scene of the three dum-dums going <laughs> to talk to uh, Larry and Morgan, and Kale leads the way and yeah. says that Brie flipped out on Leah the night before and made her cry, which, like, she made her cry because Leah was, like, drunk and a baby. Like, Brie didn't flip out at Leah. Brie was just like, I think what you're saying is bullshit. Like, yeah. Brie in no way flipped out at Leah. Leah is just a baby. <laughs> I thought, and I think I said, like, I was disappointed in Brie. I think she really should have squashed it with Leah. I think she should have said, like, you know what? I forgive you as a miscommunicate. Like, I really thought Brie could have handled that better, but she didn't flip out at her at all. No. There was no flipping out. <laughs> and Kale says, none of this would be happening if she wasn't here. Well, and Janelle. Yeah, like, let's just throw Janelle in there. Janelle has nothing to do with any of that. Yeah, Janelle hasn't done anything. Well, I mean, Janelle's done everything, but... But not so, to them in this in this context. Yeah, Chel- Chelsea does make the point. She's like, it's never been like this before, which, like, I can understand. But I think the thing is, it's like, it has been like that before, but for Janelle. Just Chelsea never had to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Kale says that all this is happening because of Janelle and Brianna, which is just so... Kale, like... It wouldn't, the hallway fight would never fucking happen if Bone didn't, actually, I truly think if Kale had never started talking shit about Brianna being around her baby that Saturday morning, yeah, none of it would have escalated. I think they would have maybe had a conversation, maybe they would have like yelled a little and that's it, but I really think that is what took it from like the internet beefing to real life. She could have just been like hey, I would appreciate if we had a private space where I could feed Lux or whatever. She didn't have to make it about that. If she had never come for Brianna that day, I really don't think that the second fight would have happened. And if the second fight didn't happen, then the hallway fight wouldn't have happened, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, would there have been a little drama and weird tension between them? Yes, but I think it would have saved weird tension. You know what I mean? Where we saw, yeah. like, like that tension that Javi and uh, Kale had when she wanted to get changed in the bathroom. Oh, like, that was I so think, weird. <laughs> I think that would have been, like, the true, like, height of the drama. But mm-hmm. Kale is the one that decided to make it an in-real-life beef. And so for Kale to be like, Brianna's behind all of this, drives me up a fucking wall. Like, no, Kale, you are. (laughs) And these two girls have nothing to do with this. She's, like, dragging Leah and Chelsea into this shit. Like, we're all gonna quit. Like, why would they get their six-figure job because of your issue with your coworker? First of all, I want to say Saad, my dear friend Saad. Yes, I mean, I do appreciate you taking my exact my exact phrase and tweeting it and getting 55 retweets what did she tweet <laughs> she a picture of the three of them and she said if these two dum-dums give up their six-figure salary for kale's petty beef or something like that oh yeah because that's like been my thing like imagine being so stupid yeah you're leah and chelsea and that you sit on that couch with kale i know they're like we're a united front for her issue <laughs> like yeah. Like, if I'm Chelsea, I get through that reunion, and then when I get home, I, like, have a call with Morgan. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm like, like hi, no. this is unacceptable. Like, this whole weekend was, like, really weird. There was a lot of tension. I'm a little unsure of why there's this tension. What are you guys going to do? Like, if I'm Leah, I don't do anything because I'm a non-confrontational bitch. Um, exactly. But, so for Kale to say, I think, here, I have it written down. She said... 
I can't speak for them, <laughs> but I'm willing to walk away from this. And if the three of us stick together and walk away, the show is done. <laughs> and Leah and Chelsea are dead silent and have, like, completely vacant look on their faces. Chelsea was literally staring into space playing with her hair that entire segment. <laughs> and then she was just like, yeah. <laughs> And then Larry starts talking and Kale's on her phone. Oh, I know. She's probably like live tweeting. God. I just like couldn't believe that Chelsea and Leah agreed to go in to have that conversation. I wonder if they knew that that Leah or that Kale was going to say like we're willing to walk away from the show. I feel like they didn't, but they didn't want to react on camera because they don't like to actually give their genuine feelings on this you show. You know what? I think that I guarantee you like Chelsea and Leah thought they were going into that conversation just to be like, hey, like, we're not happy with the way things are going at this reunion. Like, what are you guys going to do about it? And then yeah. Kale is, like, going into a collective bargaining situation. And they're like, woo, we're not in a union with you, baby girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear the conversation they had after that conversation. I would love to hear what Chelsea and Leah said to each other. Yes. Like, uh, did like, you know? I bet Kale? Leah was like, I bet Leah said to Chelsea, like, did you know Kale was going to say that? And Chelsea was like, no. And Leah's yeah. like, are you going to quit the show? And Chelsea's like, no. And Leah's like, me neither. <laughs> Guaranteed. That could be like literally verbatim what they said. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just like can see the two of them being like, because I think that that's how both of them I bet have always been with Kale because Kale is so like aggressive yeah domineering and I don't think either of them have like a genuine I mean none of them have like a genuine friendship with any of them you know what I mean like no. they're friends but they don't have like a a deep friendship at all um and I really bet that like Maybe they did, like, a little more years ago, but not at this point in their lives. No, I think Chelsea and Leah did, but now that Chelsea has... No, I think it was always Sorry, sorry, Chelsea and Kale. I thought it was Chelsea and Kale, because they're always... No, because Kale went to Leah's wedding. Kale and Javi went to Leah's wedding. Oh, which one? And Kale and Janelle were friends (laughs) at Jeremy and Leah's wedding. okay. Kale and Janelle... Or Janelle and Kale were friends, but I don't think Chelsea was ever really friends with any of them. Um, I, I think they were all, like, friend. I think they've always been friendly, mm-hmm. but they were never, like, super tight at all. Yeah, I think they might be closer than, like, as a unit the OG girls are, because I think they are a little bit more fake about it. Yeah, because they pretend to be a lot closer than they are. Like, Macy pretends to be close with all of them, and she's yeah. like, I have no interest <laughs> Macy's like I've real like Macy's had the same friends since her 16 pregnancy. yeah she has, like, actual she has real friends. best friends yeah <laughs> it's very sad that she pretends to be friends with Kate yeah agreed um so but I bet like Chelsea and Lee have had talks before but they're like you know how Kale is like, yeah they're like ah here we go again yeah but I really, I really wonder what was going through their heads when Kale appointed herself the union leader <laughs> and started collective bargaining for them. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. So the scene, I mean, it just ends. There's like no resolution. No. And you know, the producers are like, little girl, sit down. Like none of you are leaving. Yeah. Like they have, they have more tools to bargain with than yeah. they do. Hey guys, to hear the rest of this week's episode, come on over to patreon.com slash ebpsychos. Thank you all so much. Have a great week. Bye.
This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Executive producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah DiGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos and come on over to our Facebook page for more discussion.